Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast and I am so happy to have you joining me today. All right, beautiful. I actually had an entirely different thing that I was going to talk about this week. I even recorded the episode yesterday, which as you know, I always celebrate if I do an episode in advance because I usually these days record the day that my podcast comes out. But that's going to come out next week, so don't worry, you will hear it. But I posted something on social media yesterday that has really spoken to people. So I thought, why not get on and talk about it some more rather than just a short little post? So if you've missed the post, this is what it said. Hold your center. Know and trust you are part of something greater playing out. We are reimagining our world and realizing our power to create it together. I see the threads of our humanity weaving stronger, a thousand prayers for change being wept, a force mobilizing stronger than ever before. So hold your center. Change is coming. So we are going to talk about holding your center and why it's so important and how it will help you regain your power if you have a sense of powerlessness at this time. I see that being mentioned so often these days, people just feeling powerless. And of course, that's a very normal reaction to have in the face of what we are witnessing and what we are experiencing. We've got millions of people around the world protesting and marching in support of a ceasefire and a free Palestine and millions of us posting and elevating and sharing the voices of the Palestinian people and yet we still have most Western governments ignoring that and instead escalating things by going and bombing Yemen, one of the poorest countries in the world and and then We've got this rising cost of living crisis at the same time that you have a report coming out that shows that the top five richest men doubled their wealth. So into the multiple, multiple, multiple billions of dollars while five billion people became poorer in the same time. And then I've noticed as well a lot more videos being posted of Israeli soldiers laughing, dancing, mocking, celebrating what they're doing over there and the destruction and the massacre of Palestinian people. And so it's a really intense, insane, very painful time to be alive. And yet, I really believe that you and I were born for this time We chose to be here for this time and how we navigate our way through this time is so important and an important contribution to the change that is coming and the change that is occurring. Because amongst all of that, what I see so clearly is how much stronger we are becoming as a collective. More than ever, I really do feel part of a global family. Having so many people care so deeply about the people of Palestine and seeing them mobilise into action, seeing them speak up despite the risks of speaking up because we are still counteracting mainstream narrative about what is occurring. And so it comes with 
risk, but not as much risk as what's occurring for the actual Palestinian people. But what I see is so many people caring, particularly in response to the journalists who are on the ground. Motaz has now evacuated Gaza. And if you don't know him or follow him, I will put the link into the show notes. You can look at his documentation of the last 100 plus days of the genocide and you know he's a 20 odd year old guy with incredible heart who really shone the light on the humanity and just seeing people's reaction from around the world to him thanking him celebrating him you know relieved that he's going to remain safe now that he's out of Gaza and then Seeing people call into community action, community care and our collective responsibility to one another of how we can actually look after one another outside of whatever the powers that be are doing. And that's what I saw in the Lismore flood recovery effort on a small scale and I can see the threads of that being woven on a global scale. So that's what I'm seeing And yet I know from my experience of being, you know, in it with you, that holding our centre is so important to not lose faith, to not lose uh, hope so that we are able to get up each day and take whatever action we're being called to take and continue to put one foot in front of another and work together for this better world. And on this note around holding our centre, I think it's in the face of seeing those videos of the Israeli soldiers that it comes home to me because when I hold my centre and I watch things like that, I'm more able to see that these are people acting out of disconnection from their true nature. We are all spiritual beings having a human experience here. We will all return to the light and we will all return to love. And yet while we're here in these physical forms, we can so easily separate ourselves from our true nature and our ego's tendency to want to perceive without love and perceive the separateness and make that the core tenet in which we're observing our reality. And yet that's what I see when I'm watching these videos is just people acting out of alignment from who they truly are, completely disconnected from their true unconditional loving state. And when I hold my centre... I do not lose my disconnection to my true nature in response to observing theirs. Instead, I'm able to maintain my connection and stay within the centeredness of my own heart and keep it open and send them loving kindness and say prayers for their salvation. I know salvation's a really Christian word, isn't it? It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's really funny but that's that's sort of what it is it's like may they be saved may they find their way back to their hearts i listened to another video of a former israeli soldier 
talking about a moment in which they were awakened to what they were really doing and reconnected back into their moral compass. And it was in a moment where a Palestinian person was able to speak very kindly and openly about their experiences as a Palestinian in the West Bank. This soldier had taken over the house that they'd raided it in the middle of the night to use it for some checkpoint. And he said in that moment, he said that he was able to awaken to what was really happening. And for me, I listened to that and understand that in that moment, he reconnected back into his true nature, back to his heart, and he saw the humanity in the Palestinian person and could understand and empathize. And I've heard how if we truly look at another person as another human, we can never do them any harm. And so that's the key point, isn't it? Is being, And that's why they dehumanise anybody who they want us to support the killing of. It's just dehumanise them and then we don't care. And that's what's been so incredible about this experience and having the social media platform to be able to see the humanity of the Palestinian people. I found some notes I'd made from Marion Williamson's talk that I saw probably a couple of years ago now. And she talked about being agents of harmony in a disharmonious time. And I really loved that. It really speaks to what I see as holding our centers is being agents of harmony. Now, I am absolutely unequivocally not supporting spiritual bypassing of very natural, normal responses of anger and rage and grief and frustration and overwhelm to what is occurring. Like that is very real and a very natural response. And for me, holding my center means that I'm able to give space to those feelings, to hold myself in compassion and to allow those feelings to be there and not run away from the pain, not run away from my humanity. And the more and more that I just deepen into this insane fucking time, I realize like, oh, The spiritual journey is how deeply can we anchor ourselves into this human physical experience that we are having and bring our presence to it. Because when we're present, we are connected to our spiritual nature. We are here to feel, we are here to sense, we're here to anchor in our divine nature and that is love. Like every single moment is a chance to express and embody the love that we truly are. And like what a huge test we're being given right now to anchor that in, to express it, to hold it, to keep our hearts open in the face of so much darkness and hatred and other people's disconnection from their own light and own true nature. Like we are on some mega spiritual boot camp mission here, people. <laughs> it's just, oh my God, my heart just, oh, it, it, it aches for all of us for how incredibly big this time is. But also 
it swells with how incredibly potent and powerful this time is. And those of us who walk forwards with our hearts wide open, holding our center, being able to give the love that we want to see more in the world, then that is going to help anchor in the change that we want to see. So how the hell do you do that? And I thought I would just share what is helping me. I am absolutely not turning my phone on in the morning for as long as I can withhold it. I notice that the mornings that I turn my phone on, like the earlier I do that, I just get lost in the sea of information and updates and like there's just so much. And I I notice like this takes discipline for me because I want to get on the phone. I want to check up and make sure that Bisson is alive and is seen through the night. Like I I want to see what else has happened, but I am being as fierce as I can with myself to withhold turning on my phone for as long as I can. And it just gives me like maybe a couple of hours to center myself before the onslaught of information and input and and things that are very difficult to witness. And in that time, really firming up my morning routine. If you've listened to the podcast, you know that I have a morning routine. I love my morning routine. And yeah, it's the thing that I am leaning into more. And it's the thing I lean into at that start of the day to help fortify myself in order to move through the day, holding my center, staying open-hearted, and not just reacting to everything, reacting to people, reacting to this insane world. And yet it can still be difficult. Like I had the experience this week with Hannah, my beloved, who is having some challenges as she gears up towards going to Adelaide Fringe Festival and she's just holding a lot. And I should have known that. In hindsight, it's so much easier once we had a big chat last night to realize, okay, that's what was happening for her. But she was just reacting herself to the stresses and the pressure and just being a little short, being, you know, mildly a little cranky. And I found myself reacting to it and not liking the experience of being around someone who's just a little cranky. And Oh, my heart just uh, really felt for her last night when we eventually had a big chat about what was going on and she opened up more about what was happening for her. And I realized I was like, oh, I felt dreadful that I had reacted in response to her because I was just taking it personally. And it made me realize like here was a person that I love and she's having a hard time and just reacting to it and And instead of meeting it with love, meeting it with an open heart, I just react. And so I'm just sharing that with you to go, hashtag not perfect at this, hashtag working at it every day. (laughs) Like this is the practice and this is the work for us as conscious spiritual warriors who are up for this time and up for making a difference and 
yeah, that difference is available in every moment. Like every moment is an opportunity for us to show up as our loving best self and yeah, holding ourselves with compassion. So please hold yourself with compassion as I am for myself. When you don't do that, that's okay. This is not an opportunity then to beat yourself up with because yeah, this love needs to be channeled to you as much as anybody else. So if you are waging a war inside of yourself, please give yourself love instead. Come back to who you truly are and breathe into the love that you truly are and give that to yourself. Yeah, and then that morning practice is what helps me I guess, commune with the divine itself and prayer is becoming just the thing that I am leaning into big time and I do love it. Sometimes I've been waking up really early in the morning, which not great for my sleep, but great for just how beautiful it is to be up in the really still, like in the stillness of the early morning and I'll meditate and then I pray and I will go through a process of prayer and sending out love and prayers and blessings to all those suffering. I'll do it to the people in my life and then to the wider world, to the people of Palestine and just have a conversation with the divine to help me make sense of what is it that I'm here to do at this time and how is it that I can be a bright light in this moment in time. So prayer is another practice. If you're not doing it, it doesn't need to look like any religious concept you have of prayer. It's simply starting to have a conversation with a higher power of your choosing or the to love itself. And it's opening up that invitation in a deeper way to converse with love. And the thing that connects us all, and that's what I see, that's what I see happening, is more and more of us realizing how deeply interconnected we are. And, and that's like all of those in the social justice movement talking about collective liberation. I see that and I feel that on that deepest level of how important it is like we are not free unless we're all free so go gently be soft with yourself and with others and continue to do the work that you need to do to come back to love to keep your heart open to continue that healing journey of tending to the wounds that keep your heart closed or protected because keeping your heart open, holding your center is the access point to your power through the process of awakening that we are finding ourselves deep in the process of. And two things I wanted to mention to you that can support you at this time is one, my first meditation of my little shop of meditations. It's called Release Stress and it will guide you through a process of releasing your fears, your doubts, your anxieties and your worries and leaning into the support of a divine power to help you release that and release what causes you stress and anguish. 
So I'll put that in the show notes and each month I'll add a new meditation into the little shop of meditations and they're all to serve you connecting back into your divine nature and remembering that and being able to live from that place. And the other one is I have now a new offer for a one-on-one coaching session called Faith Over Fear. And that is also designed to help you come back to your center, come back to your power, restore your faith in yourself, your inner guidance and the unseen support team that is always with you so that you can move forwards from that place of centeredness and power and confidence regardless of what situation you're finding it could even be just your reaction to what is occurring right now and feeling your faith waver I would feel very privileged to be able to support you through that journey back to your own center so I'll put links in the show notes for those and I hope that you have moments of beauty and of peace and of connection this week and I hope that you can see those threads weaving together stronger than ever of our humanity coming together and working towards this new world that we want to create together. Do not lose hope beautiful one and if you know of somebody who needs to hear this message to help restore them back into their power and into their center then please share it with them and I love you and I'll talk to you again next week ciao